You're listening to the Morning Joe Ranch Show. I dig deep, embrace yourself, and enjoy the Wild Ride podcast. Topics of politics, climate, economics, life, and the pursuit to complain about everything. jump right into it. Um, Today's topics, Utah governor asks residents to join him in weekend prayer for rain. Um, I'm going to go off on the Democrats a lot today, or the the Democratic voter base in a way, well, probably more the politicians, but um, the Senate is preparing a $10 billion bailout fund for Jeff Bezos' space firm, um, which is going to lead into some Joe Biden shit, some political narrative and then there's some articles that i want to touch base on are the democrats sleepwalking toward democratic collapse um so anyway those are kind of the topics and i'm just gonna fucking jump into it um so the first thing is the utah governor asks residents to join him in weekend prayer for rain why am i bringing this up because i am so goddamn tired of evangelical christians Taking over the goddamn fucking American conservative side. It's so goddamn aggravating that so many of them don't believe in goddamn science. Okay, I'm going to read a little bit of this article. It's from The Hill. Utah Governor Spencer Cox, who's a Republican, is asking residents to join him in a weekend of prayer for rain amid a statewide drought emergency. I'm trying hard not to yell. By praying collaboratively and collectively, asking God or whatever higher power you believe in for more rain, we may be able to escape the deadliest aspects of the continuing drought, Cox said in a video on Friday. The governor said the current lack of water has the potential to damage crops, hurt wildlife, and cause deadly wildfires. No shit, Governor Spencer Cox. No shit. It's been happening for decades, you fucking idiot. Here's his quote. I've already asked all Utahns to conserve water by avoiding long showers, fixing leaky faucets, and planting water-wise landscapes. But I fear those efforts alone won't be enough to protect us, Cox said in a press release. No fucking shit. Why is he only calling for residents and not the actual fucking corporations who are depleting everything? Again, I don't care that you're religious. It doesn't bother me at all. It's the fact that people put blind faith into God or whatever being you believe in. And I have no problem if you believe in a God or not. That's not my problem. It's though it's those same goddamn people that make fun of the the um, the Native Americans or the indigenous Americans to the United States for doing rain dances or whatever it is, criticizing them. I mean, it's like, are you even looking at yourselves? You're praying for fucking rain. When the whole time, the reason you're in a fucking goddamn drought is because you're driving six damn fucking pickup trucks, your Hayden's, Cadens, and Bradens to every goddamn soccer practice. You're polluting the planet with every plastic bottle. I'm not speaking like I'm not doing the same goddamn thing. But the difference between me and you, these evangelical Christians, I'm fucking aware of it. And I'm trying my best to now realize, like, holy shit, do we need to really, like, change this? It's just not going to matter anyway. 
But the point I'm trying to make here is he doesn't call out the, the he doesn't call out the corrupt um, corporations that get away with everything that are polluting all of it. You know, it's oh, I did a podcast a couple episodes ago that talked about how the oil company, the oil industry, specifically pinned it on consumers for their carbon footprint rather than taking responsibility themselves. So they put it on the people to do more recycling when recycling such bullshit anyway. Most things can't be recycled, including plastic. So such bullshit. It's just the same goddamn thing. Rinse, lather, repeat. This goddamn, and I, I don't care if he's a Democrat or Republican. It's evangelical Christians being, believe in whatever you want to believe. Believe it out of goddamn politics. As much as you don't want uh, Islam or whatever in politics, I don't fucking want Christianity in politics. I'm fucking tired of it. And, and across all levels. I don't give a shit. Like, there's a fucking belief in science because you have to prove it, whether it's right or wrong. Ah, it's just so frustrating. I cannot believe that by praying collaboratively and collectively, asking God or whatever higher power you believe in for more rain, how about I believe in the climate? How about Mother Nature? I mean, shit, she's been screaming at us for decades. You know, the ice melting's not a real thing. Okay. It's so stupid makes me so angry and again i'm not picking on people for believing in what they want to believe in but when they criticize previous in history other things that are similar to this and then they're doing the same goddamn thing it's like do you not see the irony here i mean jesus christ people okay i'm gonna get off that topic for a minute senate preparing 10 billion dollar bailout fund for jeff bezos's space firm before i go into this one that was my rant towards the conservative base that holds themselves so high and mighty because they believe in God, like you're better than everybody else. No, you're not. You're the same piece of shit we all are. You're made of the same damn organic worm food we all are. You're no better. All right, let me continue on. Um, let's go to the Jeff Bezos. Senate preparing $10 billion bailout fund for Bezos' space firm. This is from The Intercept. This was from May 25th, 2021. This one should make your goddamn blood boil. And if it doesn't, I don't know, then you are on your own planet. Bezos's Blue Origin lost its bid for a major NASA contract to Elon Musk, but the Senate is ordering the agency to give a second one now. Jeff Bezos's now okay, so now that now that Jeff Bezos's spaceflight company Blue Origin has lost a multi-billion dollar contract to Elon Musk's SpaceX, Congress is prepping the ground for Bezos to win a contract anyway, ordering NASA to make not one but two awards because everybody needs a goddamn trophy, right? And the best part about this, let me keep reading, the order would come through the Endless Frontier Act, a bill to beef up resources for science and technology research that's being debated on the Senate floor this week. Let me read this next part really carefully, Democrats. An amendment was added to the legislation by Senator Maria Cantwell, a Democrat from the state of Washington, to hand over $10 billion to NASA, money that most likely would go to Blue Origin, a company that's headquartered in Cantwell's home state. Fuck you, Democratic voter base that doesn't see the goddamn problem. You bitched and griped about Trump being completely... I, why is this not the same goddamn thing? Because it's your side? This is why it's so it's so beneficial to just be out of both sides and to take things as they come. 
Stop believing for a fucking goddamn minute that the Democrats are any better. And I got a good fucking rant for the Democrats, which I'm sure my podcast is going to drop after that. Um, it seems like when I attack the Democrats, that's when people start to leave off the podcast. Like, sure, because you don't want to hear your own bullshit. And again, all of us are full of bullshit, but you don't want to hear your side getting criticized. All right, let me continue on. Cantwell's amendment is no sure bet, though. Senator Bernie Sanders, an independent from Vermont, introduced a last-minute amendment Monday, Monday to eliminate the $10 billion. It does not make any sense, a lot of sense to me, that we would provide billions of dollars to a company owned by the wealthiest guy in America, Sanders told, told The Intercept Tuesday. Sorry, that was my Bernie Sanders uh, <laughs> impression. Um, I want to read this part, though, because um, this, this is where it's ridiculous. Where is it at? So Blue Origin spent $625,000 only to lobbying the Senate in the first three months of 2021, according to lobbying disclosure records. Among that spending was $50,000 to a team of lobbyists at a firm called Clark Hill that would specifically focus on the moon landing program. The team includes a bunch of people from fucking space agencies and shit. Um... So basically what they're doing is they're giving everybody a goddamn trophy, but they're giving Jeff Bezos $10 billion of taxpayer-funded money. Now, I'm going to call out the conservatives on this. You're, you're pissed off that people are getting um, unemployment checks. You better be goddamn pissed off that this is getting $10 billion to Jeff Bezos. That $10 billion could probably bring everybody out of poverty tenfold. This is ridiculous waste of goddamn money. And it's from a Democratic senator from the state of Washington to Jeff Bezos, who no longer lives in the state of Washington. He's actually now in Washington, D.C. Because I can't stand the motherfucker. He's an asshole. He's a piece of shit. Let me go. Let me read one thing. Wealth of Jeff Bezos in 2009, $6.8 billion. 2021, his wealth, $188 billion. Wealth of Mark Zuckerberg, 2009, $2 billion. 2021, $117 billion. U.S. minimum wage, 2009, $7.25. Minimum wage, 2021, $7.25. I don't need to say anything else. I believe in free market. I don't believe in capitalism. I don't believe in any of the goddamnisms anymore. They're all fucking bullshit. Free market? Sure. We don't have a free market. The rich get bailed out every goddamn time with no repercussions. And then it's touted in the mainstream media that the unemployment benefits are what's keeping people out of work. No, it's not that. It's that fucking places aren't paying enough to survive on it. Quit the bullshit. Neither side gives a shit about any of you. Fucking come to terms with it finally. They don't fucking care. The leadership in both parties doesn't care about you, and they're the ones calling the shots. And they're all older generation. Half of them aren't even boomer. They're over the fucking boomer age. But keep telling yourself that, that the Democrats are good. Next thing I want to rant about, about the Democrats. There was an article that came out in, on May 27, 2021. Are Democrats sleepwalking toward Democratic collapse? I'm not sure people appreciate how much danger we're in. So basically, there's an article that came out. Um, Democrats, progressive activists for democratic reform, have coalesced around HR1, 
a bill passed by House Democrats that would, among other things, end partisan gerrymandering and create a national system for automatic voter registration. But the prospects of H.R. 1 becoming law are slim, mostly because key Democratic senators like fucking Joe Manch- Ma- uh, Manchin and Kristen Cinema, both assholes, won't break the filibuster to pass it. The same assholes who wouldn't pass a fucking $15 minimum wage. That's part of the Democratic Party there. So this article kind of talks about it. And they talk about how anytime a progressive is behind it, the Democrats pretend like they are and then they back out of it. Now, I have another article. So this was from May 27, 2021. An article from February 23, 2010 from Salon. The Democratic Party's deceitful game. They are willing to bravely support any progressive bill as long as there's no chance in case and can pass it. Now, listen, I have certain political perspectives on progressive side, and I do have some on the libertarian conservative side. Definitely. But this is exactly what I mean when I talk to Democratic voters who don't want to fucking listen. Your party smells just as bad as the fucking Republicans. The only difference between the two, and I've said this before, I know who the Republicans are. They show me the swamp creature that they really are. The Democrats pretend to cover up their swamp creature with makeup and shit. And we all smell it because we can, we smell it and see past it because they smell bad. It's the same bullshit. And this article from 2010 is exactly right. They're willing to bravely support any progressive bill as long as there's no chance it can pass. And what this article was talking about was the um, public option in Obamacare in 2010. And it basically just, it, in other words, so Rockefeller, Jay Rockefeller was a senator, a Democratic West Virginia senator. And he threw a wrench into the Democratic efforts to get a public option passed through uh, reconciliation, saying that he would um, maneuver was overly partisan and that was inclined to oppose it. So basically saying, I don't think the timing is very good, is his quote. The West Virginia Democrats said, um, I'm probably not going to I'm, I'm not going to vote for that. So, again, it was a progressive movement that said we need a we need a health care system that 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 is separate from the employment one. And, of course, the Democrats didn't want to do it, like we said in this same thing. So, in other words, Rockefeller was willing to be a righteous champion for the public option as long as it had no chance of passing. But now that Democrats are strongly considering the reconciliation process, which would allow passage with only 50 rather than 60, this was from 2010, thus enable them to enact the public option, Rockefeller is suddenly inclined to oppose it because he doesn't think the timing of it's very good and it's too partisan. Same goddamn trick Every goddamn time with the Democrats for the last three decades, it's the same bullshit they have right now. They own the House, the Senate and the presidency, and they still fucking refuse to pass things that Joe Biden promised on the debt relief for um, for student aid. Nowhere to be seen. The minimum wage increase. Nowhere to be seen. The goddamn $2,000 checks that they were going to pass when, as soon as Biden got into office. I'm signing those $2,000 checks. Never passed them. Now, I am not saying any of those should have passed. What I am simply saying is that he promised that shit. He owns the fucking House, the Senate, and the presidency. And still, they fucking refuse to do shit. So Democratic voters, I ask you, quit acting like your pigs, your shit doesn't stink. It stinks just as goddamn bad as the Republicans. So I'm so goddamn tired of it. Call a fucking spade a spade. Nothing is changing. It's kicking a goddamn can.
I'm angry because it's such bullshit. It's such bullshit. And to the single payer um, health insurance thing, I did a podcast on it probably like six months ago where they talked about how the lobbyist came out and said on an NPR article, article that they totally fucked it up. We should have went to the Canadian universal um, universal healthcare system. It would have saved everybody money. And just to prove the point, we would have had separate from our employment. If paying 20% of your paycheck to insurance equals good capitalist affordable, what is paying 4% to your, of your paycheck to Medicare? Well, it's considered bad, communist, too expensive. So instead, we're paying 20% of our paychecks to insurance on top of having to pay out of pocket for fucking pretty much everything, on top of having our, um, our pharmaceutical drugs too expensive for us, but paying 4% for a universal healthcare insurance, 4% only for each person working rather than 20%. It's considered bad communist or too expensive. Americans really are the most propagandized people in the fucking world. I swear to God on both sides. They're so delusional on both goddamn sides. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what they argue about. And instead of actually seeing that, like, you'd be paying less in your taxes if we had a universal health insurance thing, and you would all have insurance, and you'd be covered. You would be covered. For 4% of your paycheck compared to 20% on your individual one through an employer that still doesn't pay for shit. And you guys still fucking argue. Well, that's a progressive. That's a... Who gives a shit? Back yourself off. Look at the bigger goddamn picture. I don't believe in everything the progressives are thinking. I don't know if... I don't... You know, Bill Maher had a really good point about um, this past week about um, paying for student... uh, for full-time college being being free. He had a really good argument about it. And I was like, holy shit, that's actually, I've always thought maybe like, but he brought up a really valid point. Maybe instead we should just do trades as being, they're fully paid for, for people going into skills and trades. Holy shit. I was talking to somebody this weekend. I would love, love to go into plumbing as a skilled trade. I would love to learn the ins and outs of fucking plumbing. Just because I, I find it fascinating. If I could go to school and not have to take a shit ton of loans out, which it is. It's like 60 grand, I think, to take out student loans. And I would do that in a heartbeat. But I can't. So why don't you make skills and trades that people can actually like use as building infrastructure and shit? Because we don't do that. Because it's it's not, you know, so goddamn stupid how dumb we all are. All right, I have another I have another one to rant about real quick. Um, let me get it pulled up. So what I really want to say at the end of this, what I really want to say, are Democrats are Democrats sleepwalking toward democratic collapse. Democrats have zero optics. They don't care about how they look or respond to things. It really seems like their strategy is banking on the other party, in quotes, being worse than they are. How can anyone right in their mind call a two-party system where both are the same thing, exploiting the people in favor of capital, a democracy? Our democratic government has given hundreds of billions of dollars worth of weapons to the Middle East. Endless wars for big oil machine. Kamala Harris even admitted this on the record a couple months ago. Operates black sites or torture facilities around the world helped the Saudis blockade Yemen, which led to outbreaks of cholera and pushed millions of children into starvation, 
operates one of the most sophisticated surveillance programs the world has ever seen. <clears throat> Edward Snowden under fucking Barack Obama, which I'm sure the program was under George Bush because both goddamn sides are in the same thing. Um, where did I leave off? Who, who were voted for that? Republicans? Democrats? I agree with George Carlin. The real decision will never be made by the people. And all those cute little emails and phone calls they've been making to their quote-unquote representatives haven't made a goddamn difference. Democracy isn't broken. It's the same as it ever was. Let me say this. Biden won the Electoral College by less than 50,000 fucking votes. In every election we have from here on out, if it's between feeble neoliberal, neoliberal corporatist Democrats itching to get back to Netflix and brunch, or an insane fascist Republican that want to make the Handmaid's Tale a real and boring about the fourth, uh, bringing about the Fourth Reich, then this country is fucking doomed. The Democrats killed their party when they crowned Joe Biden. Now they're going to hide behind Mansion and Cinema to say they can't really change anything. They own the goddamn House, the goddamn Senate, and the presidency, and they still refuse to pass issues they ran on. Ah, yes, orange man, bad. So all else, all else is good doesn't work anymore for a lot of lower-income Americans. The last claim the left makes, only in America is the acknowledgement of the climate crisis a left or a right thing versus right issue. Pretty much everywhere else, the disagreement is about what's the best way to fight it. Anyway, that's been my fucking rant today. I'm so fucking angry with this whole stupid thing. It's ridiculous. Between... The Bezos bailout of $10 billion, the promises that the Democrats made, which I fucking knew wasn't going to change anything. And then the fact that people just and the voter base just buries their goddamn heads in the sand because back to brunch, back to getting back to normal. Have you not paid attention? At the end of this month, there's going to be 11 million people who are potentially evicted from their homes. 11 million Americans. That's not including, I believe, 20 million who are going to be up for foreclosure. We have a huge fucking problem on our hands. And people just keep burying their heads in the sand. Again, I'm a spectator in this whole fucking goddamn thing. Because I don't like either fucking side. And I don't vote for either side. Can't stand either one. And, and I'm not praising Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders fucking coward. Coward to Joe Biden. He could have demanded so much goddamn shit with Joe Biden's presidency. And he didn't. And the fucking squad, they're not doing shit. Give me a break. It's such bullshit. Anyway, I'm getting off. I'm, I'm going to get off my high horse. I'm an asshole. I'm not denying it. I'm opinionated. I'm ranting. It's my podcast. I don't know if anybody's going to fucking listen to this. I mean, I've been getting more listeners, but, and I don't know if people are cutting off halfway through this because I'm assuming it because, of course, people don't want to hear their fucking party side being called out. And again, both sides have valid points. Both sides have shitty points, but the leadership on both sides is absolutely horrendous. So I'm going to call it out as it is, how I see it. Anyway, I'm going to end it at that. I love you all. Y'all have a good one. This week's podcast was brought to you by ConnectGo Internet Inc. Bringing your business to the future, connectgo.com.